Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I'm your host. And I'm just really glad to be with you today. And I've got a really fun episode in store for you. I've invited my friend who is also a life coach. My friend Alex Street is going to be on the podcast today. And we've got something really fun in store for you. And he's going to kind of turn the tables on me just a little bit. So get ready for that. But before we do, can I just say thank you so much to those of you who have subscribed to the podcast, who have left a rating and review. I just want to read one of them today for you and just want to thank Beacon Coaching. She says this, Andrea has such a powerful and tender way to address hard topics. Her ability to be both vulnerable and confident is healthy and helpful for those wrestling with any of life's more difficult circumstances. I find myself nodding a lot while listening to her thoughtful and thought-provoking podcasts. Thank you, Andrea, for using your voice to help and support others like me. Beacon Coaching, thank you. I love that you have left um, a review for us and we just want to encourage you on your journey as well. You're doing amazing things out there in the world. So keep it up, Stephanie. We love you. And thank you for supporting the podcast. For those of you who have left us a review, when you do so, we always check them and I'll be sure to just give you a shout out and also just a personal thank you. But friends, if you've ever bumped up against a limiting belief, which I know that you have because we all have, then you definitely want to tune in to today's episode. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Each season, we try and do something a little bit different. And in season four, we are doing something that I'm really excited about. And I am inviting some of my friends that are coaches onto the episodes just to chat with me about what we walk clients through on a weekly basis. And some of you may have been coached by me before, but you're maybe unsure of what other coaches do. And so I want to give you a little bit more of a broad perspective of what coaching looks like. And so in this episode today, I've invited my friend Alex Street, who is an actor, he's a speaker, and he's also a coach, and he is just a phenomenal individual. And he is going to be sharing with us how we can start to overcome our limiting beliefs. And the way he does that is actually by turning the tables on me. And we kind of walk through a little bit of a process of what that looks like in my own life. So I'm really excited to introduce to you my friend, Alex Street. Hey, Alex, thanks for being on the Courage Cast. I'm really excited to have you here. I think the last time we chatted was when I was on your podcast, Made for This. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Andrea, this is so good. I'm really thankful to be on and uh, really looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, me too. You know, I think one of the things I love about chatting with you is I I find that I learn so much. Um, I find a lot of the times that you challenge me and we're kind of like on the same wavelength going in the same direction. We're reaching different people, but I think a lot of the work that we do is very similar. So I am so glad that you are lending your wisdom and um, your encouragement to all the listeners here. So I'm excited. And Uh, this is so good. I mean, it just goes right back (laughs) because all that comes right back to you. You're just such an encouragement. And I think we realize that on 
on my podcast, right? We were like, I mean, that was the initial conversation of how we even kind of met each other was working together one day. And then we were like, hey, wait a second. What are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? Hey, we should talk. And, and then yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It's just it's just you find somebody just a kindred spirit, somebody that, that's doing the same stuff and really along the same wavelength. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's right on. And, and it's such a, a joy. Now, I'm sure that the listeners, my listeners are going to hear you throughout the season because you'll be on for various times. But why don't you just kind of introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about like who you are and what you're passionate about, what you're doing right now. Yeah, very good. Uh, I am Alex Street. I live in Stouffville, Ontario, which is a little town, uh, 40 minutes north of Toronto. I um, I got a wife and three kids. Oldest is 12, youngest is six. So life is wild and full of fun and adventure. Uh, I'm an Enneagram 7, so that's no surprise, <laughs> I guess. And uh, I, I, I've been a speaker for about 15, almost almost 20 years, I guess. I was a youth pastor for a long time and then worked with another youth organization and find any opportunity I can to get in front of a crowd and speak uh, to inspire people to action. And so that turned into a lot of this sort of coaching work as well and really trying to figure out how can I use my gifts to best uh, help somebody uh, on the other side discover and do what they're made for. And so that's really where my passion is right now is any opportunity that I can help somebody uh, take the right next step, do what they're made for. And so there's all kinds of ways that I'm doing that right now. And and maybe the most exciting right now is doing some acting on the side. That's kind of this dream mm-hmm. that I had when I was like a teenager leaving high school and has been reborn and uh, really finding some fun uh, doing some auditions and landing some commercials and just exploring this whole new thing um, for me. And so there is a lot going on in my life, but uh, that's a, a quick summary, I guess, of where I'm at and what I'm focusing on. Mm-hmm. And y- you definitely are the type of person who you are not just preaching something, but you're living it. And I I just admire that about you. And I think that one of the things that you were doing when I met you was you were just about to leave a full-time position and you were going to launch out. And as soon as you did, which was amazing to me, you started to see a shift in opportunity yeah and things started happening and um just tell me a little bit about like what was it like wow yeah that was i think that was that was in the summer so i was actually running two part-time jobs at the time and i was leaving one and kind of had this safety net of the other one yeah and so now we're six eight months later than that and uh i just decided to leave this other part-time job that i had and so it's it is it's terrifying it's crazy i i there's all kinds of doubt because i'm like well i'm a father of three you know family of five and 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 i'm choosing to be unemployed or uh, i guess the the really sexy way to say it is I'm choosing to be an entrepreneur, a freelancer. <laughs> but but I at that point, how you, I love how you put that though. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's the difference, right? One day I would be, Oh no, I'm an entrepreneur. And the next day I'd say I'm unemployed. And, and it's just this, this back and forth of excitement and terrified fear, crippling fear. But um, ultimately, uh, I knew that there was something else I had to do, and I could not stay where I was and see this dream become reality. And so, as you say, like that was the end of January that I left this this other job, and just in these past couple months, I've seen opportunities come across that I would never see before, and that I wouldn't have seen if I stayed where I was. And I've 
I feel alive in mm-hmm. my own dreams. Um, my wife is running her own business and we're seeing incredible success there. And it just feels like there's this great, great freedom. And um, it's really quite enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we're just living in such a, a yeah, joy-filled space with that and knowing that ultimately, though it was really scary, it was the right move to make. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that's that's where we sit right now. You know, on the other side of that freedom, so like when you get across the freedom, which is like the best place ever, but on the other side of that is kind of the struggle, right? It's that tension. It's mm-hmm. that place of like, okay, what do I do? And how am I going to make the move? And what's going to happen? And all that kind yeah. of stuff. You, yeah. you mentioned doubt. Like, talk to me a little bit about like, what was that like? Yeah, and it's a lot of it has to do with with expectations. I, I think so much of what I hear people struggle with and especially what I struggle with is other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just other people's. You know, you look at the people that you care about most and and they have expectations of you, but I find a lot of the time it's not even their expectations that you're trying to determine your life path by. It's the expectations or the thought expectations of the big world out there, right? It all comes from comparison. And so as I kind of looked at what I think other people expect of me, I would get trapped in this doubt that I'm doing the wrong thing. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. That I, I people weren't necessarily saying don't do this or um, you know you're a fool <laughs> or uh, how dare you you know drop all that and just try to uh, do this thing it's irresponsible or anything like that I, I I didn't if at all or surely not much hear any of that but in my mind I would get caught sometimes in these loops that would just replay saying those things and I would think that this is what the world expects of me to do or to think or to act and so then I would get trapped in this doubt and and ultimately what it was was just my own mind playing tricks on me Mhm You know I've experienced the same thing you know where you you really want something but it's it's like the old negative mindset is you know steeped in the past or yeah, in yeah. a hurt or in negativity or in rejection or in you know something that is like holding me back from actually yeah. taking that step forward like what if this doesn't happen and mm-hmm. what if um i fail and well what if i'm successful like all of these kind of like doubts and insecurities and old ways of thinking and negative yeah. beliefs and like that's what we're going to talk about today it's the what if right the, the the what if is it's either limiting or it's absolutely explosively freeing like yeah. what if what if i don't do it yeah but what if you do and and i just started to yeah. ask that positive question more than the negative one Mm-hmm. And it's so hard because I think even like in sometimes in the mornings I'll get up and I'll have these moments where I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm actually going to work from a place of victory and, you know, already, like I already have it. Like <laughs> this is already ha- happening in my life yes. and yeah. focus it on all of the positive things. And then there are some mornings I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, immediately two seconds later, something happens and I kind of like fall back into that old pattern. Mm -hmm. that you know old belief system how have you 
been able to kind of navigate that? What are some like maybe practical tools or steps that you've taken or even that you help um, other people take? Yeah. Can I take you through a little bit of the, the, this tool that I use with people that, that really has come out of my own story? So I I have these, yeah, this is so good. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, when I really like my discovery call, my first, my introduction to a coaching relationship starts with these four questions. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's the acronym made, you know, my podcast is made for this really the theme of, of everything that I'm doing is trying to help people discover and do what they're made for. And it really comes out of my own story of discovering that over the last, uh, almost two decades, but specifically really last six or seven years, really seeing what's in my core and what I'm supposed to do in this world. And, uh, as I've looked at this and really tried to figure out, okay, what are the things that I get inspired by and the things that um, that motivate me any given day, how can I turn this into something that will help somebody else see uh, you know, what they need to start their day or to break through those barriers, to get rid of those limiting thoughts, whatever that is. So there's four questions and they just, it's M-A-D-E. So I'm gonna ask you these four questions, okay, Andrea? Okay, perfect, I'm ready. All right, so the first one uh, was, it's movement. M is for movement, and uh, it's really this idea that you have to be moving in your life. If you're stuck somewhere, then you're gonna feel completely limited. You're gonna feel like you're, uh, you're purposeless. You're gonna feel like everything's caving in around you. Everybody else is doing something better. But if there's movement, then you know that you're in the right place. And what I found is that movement actually makes you more present where you are. When you are moving in your life, you're taking the next step, you're actually more aware of what's going on and the good things that are happening to you and the good things that are happening around you. You're able to celebrate people around you. And so that's what that's one of my main things right now is to remind myself that I am moving well. Yeah. So, Andrew, where do you see movement in your life? Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I see movement in the podcast. Uh, yeah. I was talking to you just prior to starting to record, and just um, seeing some actual, um, a- like, fruition to the podcast. I think yeah. movement in it, and I think there for a while I was really stagnant and feeling like, okay, this is not going exactly how I anticipated it going. So. I felt really stuck in it and I I had to take some risks. I had to start asking um, people who I wanted to be on it and, and risking rejection and risking a no. Yeah. And, um, and so I did, like I, I took that step and I'm seeing movement. Right. And so then what happens is you sort of you get this momentum, uh, this feeling of something's happening, which means that something else could happen and it just gets you moving. And so we talk about movement versus stuckness, and it's really just two simple ways to look at it. And um, if you think about the areas in your life that there's movement, your family, friends, relationship, job, um, dreams, whatever that is, you know, is there areas that ha- is there more areas that have movement or more that are stuck? And that's mm. really a good place to start. That's so good. Because um, yeah, and so then, I know as soon as you say that, I'm like yeah yeah I can see the areas where where I am stuck, and I can see the areas right. where there is movement, right. and I can also see areas. Okay, so this is a crazy thing, but I can also see areas where I have um, maybe put off 
making movement in. And Ooh, tell me about that. It's a slow process to actually shift it because I waited so long. Yeah. And so it's like this place of being stuck. And then once you're like, okay, I'm actually going to put the key in the ignition here and it sputters to life. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's like an old car that, you know, needs an oil change. Yeah. 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 Versus, the brakes are all seized or something. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I found like, okay, stay the course you're doing something, even if it's incremental. Yeah. And I've noticed that in a couple areas of my life. Um, I've noticed that in my finances and I've noticed that in my um, physical health, um, you know, like in, in the in the sense of like, I've been wanting to work out more and I've been wanting right. to like, <laughs> physically move. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I notice that it's, you know, sometimes it's slow going, especially when I'm not paying attention to it. But as soon as I start paying attention to it, as soon as I start putting my mind um, there and my whole self there is I see movement. Yeah. So in, in all those areas. Yeah. So that that's been for me really like a big encouragement. It's exactly what you're saying there over this last little while. Anytime that I get down on myself because I'm like, what have I done in the past two months? Like oh, I Ugh. built a website or something <laughs> like I just ha I have to remind myself, no, I'm moving well. Like, what do yeah. I really expect? How long? This is probably going to take a couple of years until it's something. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm doing what needs to be done now. I'm moving well. So yeah. No, Alex, this is a crazy thing before you go into the next one. But it's so funny because even as I was journaling, um, I was I have been in like a kind of a season of the past week of some prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, OK, I don't know that I heard anything or but I got to this place and I was just journaling my thoughts. And I, I tend to pray as I journal like that's kind of a thing that I do. Yeah. And yeah. so when I was when I was praying and, and journaling, um, I just sensed like God, you know, some people are like, how, what does that look like? But I just sensed like God basically say to me, Andrew, I just want you to write down all the things that are actually happening. So it's funny yeah. you mentioned that it's because beautiful. I, I yeah. totally forgot about that until you said that. And just over, you know, it's like, this has happened and this has happened and this has yeah. happened. And how encouraging that could be. I mean, even for your listeners right now, right? Yeah. They might be sitting there just stressed for the day or thinking that today is just like yesterday and, and nothing's really changing. Well, yeah, what if you go through that exercise and just just write down the things that have changed over the last month or, mm -hmm. or, or what you've, the, even the way that you think. Even the fact that you're listening to this podcast is a step towards something. And so Absolutely. these little things, they really do matter on yeah. the movement. So good. Imagine for a moment that you had all of the confidence in the world. How would you feel and what would you be able to accomplish? I'd bet money on the fact that you would not allow rejection or the fear of failure or even insecurity stand in the way of your dreams. You would be completely unstoppable. And wouldn't that be amazing? But here's the thing. Confidence is not something that we're born with. It is something that we have to learn throughout our lives. And right now you might be thinking to yourself, okay, Andrea, I've got so much to offer, but I'm always overlooked at work and definitely overlooked when it comes to relationships. And I get that feeling. It's the worst. You might be struggling to be seen and yet you feel completely invisible. But if you don't deal 
with those insecurities, if you don't get to the root issue of why you feel that way and start to put yourself out there, you're going to continue that cycle of unworthiness and it is going to rob you of your motivation to succeed or worse, your faith in yourself. Lack of confidence is the number one reason why women give up on themselves. They give up on their dreams and on their goals and even on their potential. And it's something that I consistently am working on with my coaching clients every single day. And I don't want to see you give up on yourself. Now, I've been racking my brain with how I can help you become more confident. So for the past few months, I have been looking into my own personal journal and I actually wrote down five mindset shifts that I have used in my own life to really change how I feel about myself and how I look at my future and at what I'm capable of. And I want to share them with you. In fact, I want to help you identify what is really holding you back. And then I'm going to give you some practical tips at how you can start to shift those mindsets. Now, here's the thing. I want you to join me for a free five-day challenge during the week of June 10th through the 14th. Now, this is not going to be any ordinary challenge. I truly believe it will shift you from those feelings of self-doubt and help you realize that you are a complete badass and that you have so much to offer the world. In order to sign up for the challenge, all you have to do is go to my website, andreacrisp.ca slash challenge and sign up and you're going to be in. You'll get an email from me and we will be getting started on June 10th. I do not want you to miss this opportunity to become completely unstoppable. Okay, what's the next one? Well, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> well, that was just M. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more. A is all about attention. And uh, I find this to be a real uh, kind of soft spot with with all of us uh, today is what are you paying attention to? And would you like to change that? And so um, sometimes, I, you know, I, I'll get people to just actually fill out a form and just say, you know, of these things, are you paying a lot of attention to this? Are you paying some attention or no attention at all? And it's just anything that you might come across in your day, like you know, Netflix, social media, sports, working out, friendships, family, current job, future job, uh, creating, um, sitting, reading, you know, journaling, uh, any of those things, there's about 20 plus of them that I can think of that that I just look at as kind of regular things. And as you look down that list and you start to fill it out, um, you know, you really get to create this inventory basically of what am I paying attention to? What am mm-hmm. I paying the most attention to in my life? And then the big kind of crux of it is, okay, do you want to change that? And And a lot of people look at it and they go like, actually, yeah, yeah, I think I should probably change that. I should probably be spending more time here and less time here or just less time all over the place. Because some people say I'm paying a lot of attention to like 15 different things. And I just, I actually don't think that's possible. Mm-hmm, me it means that you're, right? You're, you're so thin on all those things. What's the point? And, and so yeah. 
as we pay attention, as we recognize what we're paying attention to, it will really be a good marker of how you're feeling in life and how you're going to move forward uh, towards uh, your dream or what you're supposed to be doing right now. So, um, Andrea, as you hear that question, you know, what comes to mind? You know, um, TV, like that comes to mind. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. particularly think that I watch a ton of TV, but... Um, I do have moments, and I think maybe it's a symbolic representation, maybe for me, of of times where I feel like, you know what, I would be further ahead if I wasn't watching TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I am very driven and ambitious, but I also feel like sometimes the watching TV for me is mind numbing. Yeah. And so when I'm outputting all day or I'm listening to people or I'm trying to come up with content or do things, you know, sitting and watching TV is like a, a form of me not thinking Yeah, and a, a place where I'm like, I don't have to be on switched on here. I can just be, but I also feel like, okay, so I, maybe I don't need to necessarily be switched on all the time to be helping or doing but perhaps I could find other things that would be a little bit more life-giving than mind-numbing. Yeah. So oh, whether or not good. that's like, you know, watching a television show or perhaps it's, um, you know, scrolling through social media longer than I need to. Yeah. Or, um, you know, like going down that rabbit hole, social media rabbit hole, you know, where it's like one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. Or like YouTube rabbit hole or whatever, you know, like <laughs> yeah, all those things, like, you know, paying attention to certain things. And then I noticed that there's, you know, on the, the flip side of that, there's times where it's like um, when I am fully engaged and paying attention to something in my life, um, how, how good that feels when it's the right thing. Yeah. Well, and I like to maybe a more tangible way to even think about this is uh, I do an exercise to think of like basically doing a time budget. And if you think about um, paying your attention like you would pay money to something, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love the phrase paying attention because it, it really looks like that. It's it, you're handing something over. You have a limited amount of attention. Yeah. And especially if we link it to the amount of time that you have in a day, you have a limited amount of time and attention to pay out. So what are you paying it to? And so just like you would do a budget and say, well, I've got 1400 bucks to spend, you know, this month, uh, I better spend it wisely. And then you look back at the end of the month, you're like, what? I spent $600 on takeout. That's not, (laughs) that's not wise. I I need a new car. It's the same with our attention. And when you look back and you realize what I spent six hours on social media, on my Instagram feed, what what am I doing? Yeah, it just gives you an opportunity to see, you know, what are you paying your attention to, um, and and where could you be paying that to? Otherwise, that might actually be a better return on your investment. Mm-hmm. You know what I term it as is energy management. That's really good. And and I think it's a similar thing. Like, what am yeah. I spending my energy on? Yeah, because if I only have so much bandwidth. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing, Alex, because I think, you know, as as coaches, like people would naturally assume, OK, well, you guys have it like figured out. Right. But we struggle just as clearly much <laughs> as everyone else does. Right. Like with like, uh, am I spending too much time and energy or energy on this that mm-hmm. can be outsourced somewhere else or that someone could do better or faster or more efficiently um, versus like what 
really needs my energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's just my two cents. That's the big question. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again to come back to uh, my Enneagram seven ness. This mm-hmm. is it's the, the struggle is real. I'm I find something new and fancy to look at every few seconds, and yeah. uh, it's 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 there. And I, I'm constantly trying to figure out, okay, do I need to look at this? So sometimes I wake up and I pick up my phone to turn off the alarm and I have to say out loud, there's nothing there for me to look at right now. Yes. Like I know that people have updated their stories. I know that there's stuff that, that I could look at, but there's nothing I need to look at right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be, it's not good for me. It's not worth my energy or my attention right now. So those are just, it's, it's really, it's a lot of this in my life has come down to just some reminding men, uh, mantras to, um, to speak through my life and just, just to help me get through, um, some of the changes that, that I've been trying to make. And so mm-hmm. that's yeah. good. That's really good. So you want to look at the next one? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're looking at D then. D is for drive. We've got movement, attention, and drive. And drive is really all about your motivation. Um, so this comes to the core of who you are. Like what's driving you forward in life? Uh, just really picture sitting in a car. What is that driver? You're in the back seat. You've got an Uber. Uh, you know the destination. You know what you want to get to. But who's driving you there? Because that changes everything. Um, you think of, you know, you hire somebody and they could be a really nice, respectful person and a, a really responsible driver. Well, that's going to be a different journey than if you've got this wild animal who uh, has a filthy car and, and loud music, windows up, breaking the laws they drive. It's going to be a totally different journey, even if you get to the same destination. And so a lot of uh, what I talk about in this sense is is the motivation really matters to how much you enjoy the journey. Um, and so this comes from, uh, have you read Daniel Pink's book, Drive? No, I haven't. It's fantastic. And it's really, it's all about this. It's all about motivation in the workplace. And they look at, you know, how people, how we typically motivate people to do good work yeah. is uh, by external circumstances. So we'll give you more money. We'll give you a promotion. We'll give you, uh, you know, whatever benefits we can give you this. And, it, and, and he talks about it as just, it's a carrot on a stick. Mm-hmm. You're just holding it out in front of these people saying, you you work harder, you go faster, you will eventually get this. And then they get it, and well, it's just not worth it. And so he talks about how this is like worldwide epi- epidemic. This is how we motivate people, but it's actually not helpful and can actually be destructive to people's output and relationship with their organization. And what we really need is an internal motivator. Yeah. Something that comes from our passion, our joy, something that uh, feels like play, uh, something that comes from our core. And so I guess the question is, what's driving you forward? And the first way to look at that is, are you driven by external motivations or internal motivations? So external being sort of, you know, a paycheck, a promotion, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. Um, something that somebody else can offer you? Mm -hmm. Or is there something inside you driving you forward? You know, I'm going to answer this in, in true Enneagram one fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I'd say, because I think this is something that I have been working on, is, you know, trying to know when I'm internally motivated versus when I'm externally motivated mm-hmm. and spiritually motivated. So yeah. I would say for me right now, it's listening more to the internal motivation, letting that voice be louder. 
yeah for me um which is that, hard when sometimes it can be a critic right oh oh yeah like <laughs> for you i okay see now that's a whole other side of the coin <laughs> okay so like that's a whole other part, part of the podcast for sure because Good. you're right like it's you know when you're internally motivated and you're listening to the positive that's great but when you're listening to yourself and it's negative then it's hard and then you're then you have to flip it back and go okay i actually do need external motivation and spiritual motivation because my negative critical voice is so loud right now yeah that i have to actually have something offset it yeah but you know i find um for me right now it is not and i don't necessarily think i'm a people pleaser i've never really kind of put myself in that category but I think I do have um, part of me that does want to um, please the people in my life to for them to support me and say yeah, you're okay. doing well and right and which is again like totally lines up with being a one on the Enneagram mm-hmm. um, and and so for me I have to kind of let silence that a bit more and then go okay well what what is actually right for me even if those people don't really believe that what I'm doing yeah. is what well, and that's I should part be- of the external motivation is just that yeah. sort of approval from others. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, just quickly, like this is something that I've just stepping back into this acting world and trying auditions and stuff like the audition room is cold. It's, I it's, bet. Oh, it's nasty. You go in and they just tell you what to do. You do your thing. You get no feedback. They say, thank you, maybe. And you leave and they don't even look up as you walk out the door. It's it's this cold environment that at first it felt really cold. Now what's actually happening is I'm trying to change this this motivation to do I need their approval? And do I, you know, if I don't get that role, what does that do for my my self-esteem, my self-worth? Mm-hmm. And it, it just, in the last six months, it's brought up all these things that I've dealt with over the last 15 years as a public speaker. Um, I'm being faced with them all over again and realizing that actually, like, their approval isn't my motivation. Yeah. I mean, it is in the fact that they are the ones that give me the job ultimately, but the main motivator, and, and I say this now, I'm sitting there and again, to, to bring in the, the kind of, words to speak over myself in these moments i sit in the waiting room and just before my name is called or as my name is called and i'm walking into the room i just say i get to do this and i'm as valuable here as i am on set Hmm. and it's changing everything it's changing my attitude in the room in the space so you think about a job interview or anything that you might be going through where you are dependent kind of on the other person's approval um that's an external motivator and it's not going to be helpful. You're not going to be your best self as you go into that. This is good stuff, Alex. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Do you want to look at the last one? Come on. Yeah. Let's bring her home. E is for emotional state. And this really just deals with, uh, I mean, it really is going to impact all the other ones, but it um, focuses on, you know, the state that you're going through your day with. And what I love about this is that it's, uh, it's a tool that you can help to identify what your emotional state is, but it's also something that you can use to change your emotional state in Mm. any given moment. And so this is something I've learned from Mr. Tony Robbins um, himself. And uh, I just got to see him live last year and it was unreal. He's so good. My goodness. Like 
as a masterclass, A, in coaching, obviously, but as a speaker, the guy, the guy went for four plus hours. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it's the so room crazy. is captivated mm-hmm. by every word. Oh, it's 100%. I definitely want to go to one of his like um, week-long things. Yeah, that would be insane yeah and so he's got this this uh visual it's just a triangle and on one side it's physiology and on one side it's language and on one side it's um uh, it's focus and so each of these things as you look in your life they will tell you kind of what your emotional state is and if it's healthy or they will also help you change your emotional state so you think focus you know are you focusing back on what could have been what should have been or are you focusing forward um, language. Are you talking about things like, I have to go do this. I have to do this. I ha-, or are you talking like, I get to do this. You know, this is part of, this is something I get to do today. Um, and then physiology, just it's, we did this amazing exercise where, um, you can just really tell, uh, how somebody's feeling by the way that they walk through life, they hang their head, their shoulders are drooped, whatever it is. And you can actually change that. As you mentioned earlier, just by moving, exercising, doing something, you can really change your posture actually physically changes the makeup of what's going on in your brain and uh, can drastically affect how you go through the rest of your day. And so you talk about limiting thoughts and beliefs. Um, So much of that comes down to this emotional state triangle. And so, um, yeah, anything that you want to say as I kind of bring those up? Yeah, no, I mean, there's so much because I think, you know, I, I have had to do that in in my own life where you know it's like oh i have to go do this and and really it's something that i really wanted to do for a long time and then all yeah. of a sudden it's like oh it's now it's really i get to do this because i i've been working towards this yeah exactly and then all of a sudden it's like you know but it's it's <laughs> it goes back to energy management in uh-huh. some crazy way because i think sometimes it's like i want to be numb I want to numb myself out to a point so it's like if anything interferes with that mind numbing time and I have to do something it becomes a have to wow versus a get to which is is really silly but it's you know how much bandwidth do I have so that I can actually externally shift that so I can really focus on what it is that I want to be doing, I've really been working towards. Look, can I just clarify that? Like, you're not talking about, yeah. and I think you sort of said this earlier, but you're not talking about like, you know, running it at 85% all day long and everything you do, and then you just go to sleep and then wake up at that, right? You're you're talking about more averaging it or, or just instead of going down to 5%, maybe go down to 40% doing something more helpful. Is that kind of what you're yeah, like, you saying know, as I far think... as emotional or energy output? Yeah, because like if you're if you're bandwidth like, you know, and it, it really depends, I think, on every person. Right. Because wh- what responsibilities do you have mm-hmm. and 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 who is is depending on you? It makes a huge difference. Like so you versus me is going to make a, a really big difference. You've got three kids and a wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like divvying up your time and your mental energy um, versus me is yeah. going to be very yeah, different. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. could be going like 90 to nothing because I have more time to give. Right. Technically, in the sense I don't have to drop a kid off at school or pick them up yep. or, yep. you know, whatever. Yeah. So I've got that time there. 
but in the at the end of the day it's like i have to realize also that there there needs to be things that that i'm i'm doing that are life-giving to me um and dependent upon my lifestyle and who i am and yeah. i think that's important for us all to know that you know we're all going to be running at a different level because of what our lives look like and who's in it and yeah. and there's no there's nothing wrong with it it's just different yeah that's really helpful that's great good stuff and Andrew. seasons right too like mm-hmm. you know there are seasons of time where you are actually um committing more to certain things or um you know you're you're saying okay i'm going to show up for this more versus another season in your life where you're like i actually don't have what what it would require of me to do that yeah absolutely in this season mm-hmm. wow well, that's uh, as far as what I've got. That's kind of uh, you know the <laughs> the awesome. intro to um, how to identify some of the barriers, some things that might be holding you back. And mm-hmm. and as you say, you know, we started with my story. Like these are things that I uh, I even brought up through this. Right, I'm continually working through and reminding myself of. Um, and the reason I have to do that is because I get caught. I, those barriers go up all the time, and so by no means have we figured this out Mm -hmm. but we're producing and coming up with some tools that that are really helpful that um yeah that i think can really help some people alex thank you so much for just really sharing your knowledge and your wisdom for coaching me actually through this whole process and i i love that you are kind of you are you found your niche and and, and a lot of times people come to me and they go, hey, do you coach guys? Which I could, I totally could. But it, you know what? So if you have a man in your life or a guy in your life that you really want coached, Alex is your guy. So how can people find you? Yeah, so good. If you're interested in coaching, then uh, alexstreet.ca slash coaching is the best way to dive into that and kind of explore what the options are right now. Um, yeah, coaching guys is great. I've actually got a few women on my coaching roster right now, not to encroach on your territory, Andrea, <laughs> <That's> but <okay. laughs> just <laughs> just so we know. Um, and uh, on Instagram, I'm at street says or at made for this podcast and made for this podcast on Facebook and think that's everything yeah well thank you so much for being here i really appreciate it really good time thanks so much andrea okay that was super fun i loved having alex on the podcast today for those of you who would love to connect with alex i'm going to have all of his information located in the show notes so you can go to thecouragecast.com and all of his information will be there how to connect with him online how to connect with him on instagram and i would just encourage you if you have someone in your life that you think needs coaching and um, is really walking through the process of trying to understand what they were made for then by all means make sure that you contact alex And while you're at it, I'd love for you to connect with me. So you can follow me on Instagram at at Miss Crispy. That's my personal account, as well as at the dot courage cast. And we'd love to hear from you. So make sure you send us a direct message and let's start a conversation. And also, we've been talking a lot about the brand new five day challenge that is going to be starting June 10th. Friends, this is going to be like no other challenge I've ever done before. It's going to really 
be a catalyst to propel you forward, especially if you've been feeling stuck and you're lacking that confidence to really move the needle in your life. So often the reason why we sit back and we don't really take action in our lives is because we lack the confidence to do so. And so I'm going to walk you step by step through a process that I have used in my own life to help you just really step into the confidence that you can step into. So make sure that you sign up for the challenge by going to the website andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge and we will be starting Monday, June 10th. Okay, friends, thanks for joining us today. We're so glad that you did. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.